0: Welcome to the Married and Naked podcast. We're so excited to have you here with us today. How's it going, Joel?
1: Well, we're recording this podcast somewhat early in the morning. Uh, The kids or kid was dropped off at school today and it's kind of early, (laughs) but we're here.
0: Why do you say kid? We have two kids.
1: We we do have two kids. I know that. You know that. But I guess I I revert back to kid because one of our kids are actually at sixth grade camp.
0: <gasps> oh yes, our son went to sixth grade camp yesterday. Yep, it was a hard mom day. We're gonna we're out out of touch with him for three days, which doesn't seem like very long, but when you're not used to. You know, being away from him, first of all, and then just not being able to check in in any way, it's been quite a challenge for me, for sure. I I miss him, but and it feels really strange around the house, but I just hope he's having such a good time.
1: You know, I would imagine that all of the other parents out there know exactly how you feel, and you did say it. It was a tough mom day for you.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm excited for our son that he's having this opportunity, because I know not all sixth graders get such amazing opportunities as our kids do. So I'm super grateful for that, but, um, I definitely miss him and, uh, I hope he's just having the time of his life.
1: So yeah. I'm curious, Tammy, uh, you, you, know, you obviously recorded the first podcast. This is podcast episode two. It is. Um, you listen to the first podcast. Uh, what was your, what was your takeaway?
0: My takeaway? Yeah.
1: Like, what did you think? I mean, after we talked about it, we what skied. did I, what
0: was my critique of our, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that it was, uh, it was good. It was good information. And, uh, I had a lot to learn and we have still a lot to learn. There's so much that goes into podcasting that you don't think about in the behind the scenes stuff. And I've taken all that on all that technical stuff. So, um, It definitely took me longer than I expected to get it ready and to go up and out into the stratosphere but it is now just officially today we are now on Apple podcast Um, so that puts us out on many of the popular apps by being approved by Apple so um, I think that we'll learn as we go and we'll get better and better but for a first time I think we did pretty darn good.
1: Not bad at all actually I feel the same way I was really su- I, I was like genuinely pleasantly surprised like oh my gosh, it sounds good. it looks good. <laughs> I love the uh, thumbnail that you give and you know honestly uh, if you're listening to this, first of all, thank you so much for giving us this time to listen. If you do like so far what you've heard I know the small sample size, make sure you subscribe and we love hearing from you guys you know uh, it's interesting because we're trying to share our entire life in just a handful of minutes weekly to kind of help give you guys some perspective of what a, you know, what what a marriage, the, the ups, the downs, the, the naked part of a marriage, basically. And um, we're trying to pack so much in in so short period of time, but to really help us with uh, keeping on point and guiding us down the path we should go, we love to hear from you guys. So if you haven't as well, check out, uh, uh, the subscribe button of course and check out the uh, socials too because um let us know i mean what what topics would you want to hear would you want us to talk about we are here to serve you guys
0: yes we are and just um, i will remind everybody at the end of the podcast as well but while you're talking about that i have put up a form on the married and naked website that's it's married and naked with hyphen between the words marriedandnaked.com There is a form on there that says Ask Mary to Naked Anything. It's an anonymous form. So you can ask us anything and we um, can tackle those topics here on the podcast. All right, Joel, we are ready. If you are ready, I am ready to dive into today's question. And as we have uh, a tradition now of not letting you in on the secret of what our topic is going to be today,
1: I don't think we shared that with people. Like, I I have no idea what we're going to talk about. And
0: you do. (laughs) Why? Because it's fun. Because I like catching him off guard. And I like being prepared when he's not.
1: (laughs) You you say it's fun. I immediately go into a little bit of nervous mode. And I don't know why.
0: Joel has a skill of doing things off the cuff. So I have no worries for him. You will be just fine.
1: I'm looking around the room going, what the heck are we talking about right now?
0: (laughs) All right. Are you ready for the question?
1: Yep. Let's do it. All right.
0: Question that came to us was... Do you agree with the statement that you need to put your spouse before your kids?
1: Oh, oh, that's a good
0: I, question. That's
1: a great question. That came recently. I was doing a, a, a live and I remember somebody like two people posting that question on there and like, oh, my gosh, um, that's a tough one.
0: Right. Because having children in a relationship, in a marriage, in, in a relationship in general, it changes everything, right? Yes it changes everything. Um, and things that were once very easy as a couple before children, suddenly you're thrown into this whirlwind of change and it, it can completely flip your life upside down in ways that you're not prepared for at all.
1: I feel like that's a tough question, but yet I think most people who are hearing that are probably, you know, yeah, well, but I believe it's probably, it's a polarizing question because it's either a yes or no right off the bat.
0: Well, I thought it was a yes or no. When I first answered it, I had a very clear answer, uh-huh. but I don't think it's as black as white as I had originally thought when I spent a little bit of time thinking about it. So let's dive into the question just a little bit. What are some ways that having kids changes a relationship?
1: Well, I mean, I think about our experiences. I mean that's what we're doing. We're kind of sharing our life and certainly, you know, after we had um, our first child, uh, you know there was there was a lot of struggle. I mean there's there's uh, depression as a mom, uh, separation as a couple, intimacy, um, uh, is different. Uh, your attention so as a as a father, as a husband, my attention is no longer just on you, you being the center of my universe and you being everything I'd focused on in a relationship. Now it's split for us. It was a division of attention, a lack of clear communication because we are both exhausted, especially you. I mean, you're completely exhausted when you have a child um, and lack of intimacy, obviously, um, in the very beginning. So yeah, those are the things that jump off the page for me right off the bat.
0: Did you feel like one of the hardest parts for you was, if you're looking at all of those things, was um, the attention? Do you so, feel it was the same for you as it was for me?
1: I feel like so. If I'm, I'm going to speak from my, you know, my center, it wasn't just giving attention to you; it was receiving it from you as well.
0: That's what I'm referring to. Yeah. Is that what you feel was one of the hardest things for you?
1: Oh, yeah. Hands down. I mean, I I went from being the center of your universe to, you know, everything beautiful about, you know, you being a pregnant wife and and me being that supporting husband and getting and receiving everything that um, that you had to literally you being completely exhausted, completely tired and all your waking hours then went to, you know, our daughter first and then, of course, our son second. And I was I became the, <laughs> the kind of the the OK, well, now I have time for you now. You know,
0: you suddenly weren't the center of my universe as you were the day before yes. baby was born. Right. Yes. Right. And I think it took me a while to kind of understand that and not think of it um, as you just being. You know, selfish. Like, what do you mean? Like, uh, of course, I'm going to put all my attention on the kids. But I think it's a really important um, point to think about that. That is a massive shift. It's a massive sudden shift, especially for your first child um, in a relationship. And uh, it's clear looking back on how those things can, how that shift can cause some really big challenges in a marriage that you just were not prepared for in any way. And I think that, you know, of course the child's going to suddenly get all all of your attention. And it just so happened in our relationship that a lot of it fell on me. You know, I breastfed. So I was the one up all night. You know, I was the one with the extra fatigue. Um, So a lot of that extra, I guess, feeling of responsibility for that child, I feel like fell me of course you had all of your own responsibility and attention that you were shifting to the baby as well but it definitely was a big shift for me and rightfully so the child yeah. you know they need <laughs> your attention for survival it's definitely something that you know everybody can understand and see and I'm sure can com- completely relate to that happening for themselves as well but with children on the scene some of the challenges I saw that we faced were I had very low energy level from, I mean, I mean from the moment baby was born, right? Yeah. Um, it would be very little energy I would get throughout the day for, I don't even know how long that, you know, went on before I could start to find some energy again. Maybe till she, she started sleeping through the night. You know, that's a long time.
1: It is a long time. And, you know, and not all parents have the luxury that, you know, we've learned that, uh, I mean, our daughter started sleeping through the night within the, within months. So it didn't take years where we've heard from other parents that, oh my gosh, my son's still, my daughter's still not sleeping through the night she's one and a half years old or two years old, you know? So I feel like we got lucky in that case.
0: Yes. She was, she was a good sleeper and we definitely, we did get lucky in that case, but, um, energy shift was definitely a big transition, uh, for me that, uh, one of the reasons it was hard to give attention because I was tired. I didn't yeah. have any energy at all by the end of the day or by the start of the day, you know, my energy was already gone and we hadn't even started the day. The, another way was that, that shifts, um, or I felt a shift in our marriage is that suddenly your schedule is not your own.
1: Absolutely. Cause everything you do from the moment your child is born now is about taking care of that child. That literally, I feel like For me, that became, everything else became secondary, which was part of the shock of the shift that, oh my gosh, baby's crying, Uh, baby's making a noise, baby moved, (laughs) baby has a bowel movement, baby needs to eat, baby needs to be, you know, burped or, and so, yeah, our schedule is no longer our own and that, and baby completely dictates time we sleep, time we're together. Um, when we eat, when we do the things that we enjoy doing. So yeah, complete shit. Our
0: ability to do anything is dictated by the baby. In fact, um, and it's not just baby, you know, our kids are older now in their, uh, Our son is almost a teen and our daughter is a teen, but I was having lunch with a friend the other day and I told her, you know, I have to leave at a certain time because my son has minimum day and she doesn't have kids and so she was like, I don't know what that means, minimum day. <laughs> and she, when I sat down next to her, she said, You know, I was thinking about it on the way here and realizing that your schedule is not your own. And I'm I able, she's talking for herself, you know, she's able to do whatever she wants to do whenever she wants to do it and doesn't have another person dictating that schedule for her. And as a parent, that's just our life. You know, the, the the kids dictate your schedule and it's a huge shift from the beginning, but it doesn't change. Um, and I'm sure it won't change for another few years for us. So, you know, you're talking 16 years or something like that of having your life dictated by another human being. <laughs> it's a big shift and something that you can't really prepare yourself for. And let me just say, you know, our children are my daughter will say, I'm the light and love of your life. <laughs> all <the laughs> that's, time. that's what she was to say. And we giggle about it, but it's, it's the truth. They are the light and love of our lives and a decision that, you know, we would never have changed. They have just been the most beautiful gift to us and to our relationship. But we do want to keep it real. <laughs> and, and it's not all unicorns and rainbows. <laughs> and that being a parent is, is serious, serious work right? And it's serious, um, poses serious challenges to a relationship that it's important to think about. And if you're in the midst of it, then you, you know exactly what we're talking about. And maybe there's some work that can be done in, in that area. And if you're going to be new to it, then it's important to think about and talk about some of these things that might be arising in your marriage that you hadn't really thought about it. So it's, it's good conversation to have ahead of time.
1: You know, I remember when we were going through the midst of our big struggle, the struggle that uh, was really taking us down the ugly path years ago or the path that we didn't know how we were going to, you know, that happily ever after that you always reference back to. Um, Obviously, having kids played a huge role in that and in our time together and some of the fights that we were having or disagreements we were having. And um, I, I feel like as we were moving through that, we were learning and helping each other grow. You were doing an amazing job at, at, at focusing on our relationship. And part of that relationship was taking care of the relationship. All that to say, do I agree with the statement that, you know, you put your spouse before your kids. And I think about when you're on an airplane and the, you know, the person who's given you the original guidance says, if there's a cabin pressure change, oxygen mass will fall from the ceiling. Put yours on first if you're sitting next to small children and then put theirs on. And I feel like when we were really in our struggle, we weren't being the best parents because we didn't have our oxygen masks on first. We weren't taking care of us first, then taking care of the family.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I found when the kids were, especially when they were young, was that the kids took priority over Everything. I put the kids before myself, before my work, before hobbies, my health, my happiness, and of course, definitely before my marriage. And you, uh, I feel like as a mom, you feel like that is absolutely what you should be doing. Um, I, you know, moms, I know having, I can only speak as a mom and having talked to endless moms that. Being a mom, you carry a lot of guilt with you already. Like before the kid is born, you know, there's already the guilt there. So you feel like that's what you're supposed to be doing, that you're supposed to be putting, uh, making them your top priority. But what um, I learned was that putting myself and my marriage last wasn't good for my kids. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that until quite a ways in. And putting myself last meant that I was depleted and tired and grumpy and short-tempered with you, with the kids. And putting our marriage last meant that we were missing the connection that was so vital to keeping the foundation of our family strong. And our marriage is the foundation of our family. So if we're not giving that attention or making that a priority, then certainly it's going to crack.
1: You know, it's funny. You, you said connection. And of course, that's one of your big aha moments you had when we were going through our struggles, which you talk about a lot. And I know we say this to our friends and even family members. We're like, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to go away. And you and I are going to go away and get away for a couple of days or get away for a night. And I mean, we have even like close people to us are like, how do you do that? How are you leaving the kids? It's such a shift in people's thought process that you and I are going to go connect together away from the kids. And it's so hard for a lot of people to see the importance in that. Whereas you and I know how extremely valuable that is to the family.
0: But we know the importance of that because we went through some very significant struggles that put us in a scary place and we had to really analyze what's happening here. Why is this crumbling the way it is why aren't we going to make our happy ever after like we thought we were and one of the reasons we discovered was that we did not make time to connect we hadn't felt connected in a long time and we decided that we needed to figure out how to reconnect and put some emphasis there so I understand when people say that because I felt it too I felt a lot of guilt I can't leave my kids there's no way I'm going to be able to do that but what I found was when I did it, that it created such a strength in us by giving ourselves just, just a few days, just you and I, makes a huge impact on our relationship and it carries us for, for a long time. And I just realized, okay, this is what needs to happen. And what's funny is um, recently I was doing a talk at a church and I gave the story of us needing to find connection and you and I went on a cruise (laughs) and we hadn't done anything like that in really ever before our kids were, I mean, it had been before our kids were born. So it had been many years since we had taken a trip together and I was sharing that story and how after those seven days, we took a seven day cruise, Mm -hmm. how connected we were and what an amazing transition and, and just life change that trip was and how much it taught us. And you told me after that talk, what? What did you tell me?
1: Yeah, so you were up on stage, and when you were saying, I was in the back of the room at the control panels, and uh, the lady that was back there that runs the panels, she as soon as you told that story, she literally said to me, she goes, oh my gosh, my husband did the exact same thing to me, like insisted we go and we get away, and I resisted and I fought. It was the best thing in the world, and we're going to do this every year. Couldn't believe that, <laughs> right after you said that.
0: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't share that you had pushed us into doing an actual cruise. We had talked about doing a trip, and I was like gung-ho for that, but then you said you wanted to do a cruise. Well, a cruise <laughs> puts you far away from family and out of kind of out of touch. <laughs> so that was very scary for me, but you did persist, and I'm grateful. I'm really grateful that you did. So uh, getting back to the, the question um, about, you know, should you put your marriage before your kids? And I think the question, the answer for me is, yes, children should be a priority. But it doesn't mean they have to be the priority 24-7. And I think that's the biggest lesson that, that I've learned. I've learned that by making myself a priority sometimes, it's something I really work on these days. Yeah, I'm a better mom. I'm kinder. I'm more patient. I'm gentler. I'm a much better wife. I have a lot more energy and patience with you. I have to make myself a priority sometimes. And I've learned that I have to make my marriage a priority sometimes. And that is teaching my children the importance of a strong family. And as I said, I visualize our marriage as the foundation of that family. A foundation can't stay strong if it doesn't, get your attention and your full attention sometimes. So I, I do tell at my, when I do speak, I always feel it's important to say that your marriage has to be a priority even above the kids sometimes. It doesn't have to be all the time. It doesn't have to be all the time. Sometimes your kids are gonna need your full attention and everything else has to be put on the back burner for a little bit and that's fine and sometimes your marriage needs your full attention and the kids are gonna be fine while you go off on a trip for a few days. You know, Nana and your sister, that's who watches our kids, yeah. they're gonna be just fine, having a great time, everybody's gonna be okay. And I think it's just important to recognize that you everything needs its own attention in order for it to thrive. In your marriage, your children, yourself. So I think my answer was initially, Yes, put your marriage above, you know, the children. But I think the better answer and the more thought I put into it is that everything garners or needs your full attention sometimes. And your marriage has to be one of those things. Your kids have to be, and yourself, you have to make that a priority as well. So I think the goal is just kind of trying to find what that balance is. And in and, and most days, I try to make sure that each of those things gets a little bit of my undivided attention.
1: You know, it's interesting because your last uh, or more recent talk you gave was at a moms a preschoolers group Mm -hmm. and I, you were coming up to this section and I was like, I was like kind of gripping in the back for you going, uh Oh, she's going to throw it out there to all these moms who, you know, new babies born and new kids. And you're going to literally tell them that, yeah, the marriage is so important. And, and I know you're not saying don't put your kids or don't focus on your kids, but I, and it was incredible because when you were done, that's what the pe- that's what the moms are coming up telling you. That's what they were telling me like, oh my gosh, you know, she's so right. And I, a lot of them were saying, I feel lost at the stage where I'm at right now. Like I don't feel myself, let alone feel a great wife, feel a great mom living with that guilt or walking around with that guilt. You talk about that as a dad, I don't understand, but as a mom, they did, they got exactly what you meant.
0: Well, I think this is a very good topic for another um, podcast because there is so much to be, to say in that space of how, uh, as a mom, and like I said, I can only speak as me, as a woman, I, um, very much lost myself in those early years of having children and being a wife and I could not find myself. I didn't feel like myself and i I hear time and time again that that resonates with moms everywhere, so I think that's an important topic for us to talk about. I think we should talk about it in a in a future thing because we do give all of ourselves to everybody around us or we have a tendency to do that, and then we lose ourselves yeah. so and and uh, and unfortunately, our marriage is something that will suffer as a result of that, but so will our own well being so it's an important topic but Back to the question: What would your answer be? Should you put your kids or your marriage before your kids?
1: I feel like everything that you and I went through our our you know our our big year of um, of shifts and you know fixing or or healing our relationship and moving towards a better spot taught us that we have to have to put our marriage first because, like you said. It is the foundation of everything else that revolves around us because just connecting with you, just being who you and I are allows me to feel like, oh my gosh, I can give so much more to my kids. I don't know if that makes sense.
0: It does. Do you agree with what I was saying about each needing priority at different times and that you're saying our marriage has to come first? Does, do you feel it has to come first 24 seven no,
1: absolutely not. 24-7. Um, no, no. I, I liken it to, There's, there's you know, we're, we're dealing with some things right now with uh, our daughter that we have to give our attention 100% to our daughter. Not say, oh, sorry, this is mommy and daddy's quiet time. Leave. Right. <laughs> we, I don't think we, we've never, never done that. Right. I think what I'm referring to is I feel that you and I are on the same page with how to race them. You and I are on the same page with discipline. You and I are on the same page with um, fostering their the creativity, their growth. And the reason why you and I are on the same page is because you and I have connected so much. And a lot of our connection revolves around being this fantastic foundation so that we can provide that to our kids.
0: That's a good answer. <laughs> I like it.
1: Thank you. Again, I did not know what she's going to talk about. I want to make this very clear. So I am kind of going off the cuff and thinking, okay, am I saying everything I want to say?
0: Sounds good. And it's a very important, I think, topic and question to, to think about in your own marriage. Are you making your marriage a priority? Is your marriage ranking up there at the top so that you can build a strong foundation for your family? And if it's not then it's time to think about that and have some conversations about that and figure out some ways that you can put it back to the top of your list because it is vital for keeping a strong, happy marriage and in turn a strong, happy family.
1: So I have a couple quick questions for you, Tammy. All right, let's do it. All right. So I got the topic done. Boom. Here's how my mind works. What advice would you have given to your younger self to help you be a better parent in the beginning And of course, wife.
0: (laughs) Those are two very different questions about being a better parent and being a better wife. But actually, now that I'm saying it, I think that one of the number one things I would have said is make yourself a priority. Make yourself a priority. Make time for you. Don't give everything you have. Have some reserve for you. And I learned that, I mean, long after our son was born. You know, I decided I needed to take some time away from myself. And once I did that, I realized, oh, my gosh, why haven't I been doing this this whole time? What a difference that would have made in my life had I put myself first sometimes.
1: Can I interject? The reason you didn't do that is the same reason why it was so hard for you to do that literally I'm kicking her out of the house, not kicking, but like pushing because she's no, I shouldn't go. I want to feel, I, I don't, I want to stay I That guilt just wrapped its arm around you and was so hard for you to let go. I know it's another topic. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you let go and you did it, it was like the best thing in the world. I know that may be hard for people to understand. Wait a minute. You went away on your own. We'll talk about that another time. Yep. But when you came back, it was like a whole brand new Tammy. It was amazing. It made amazing. you
0: happy, right? Not just me.
1: <laughs> it was amazing. So yeah. anyways. Okay, next question. Um, there, You get this a lot. I know you do. People who are listening who actually have kids and maybe their kids are younger, not teenagers or whatnot, say to you all the time, but Tammy, you have help. You and your husband can get away because you have a Nana, a sister, uh, uh, somebody that can help watch the kids. But I have nobody. How can they connect?
0: Well, I think that's a very important question and another big conversation. But the bottom line is that, yes, we do have support and we have one thing we've always done is taken advantage of that support in a kind way. But if they're going to offer help, we're going to take them up on it. And I think a lot of people have trouble asking for help. So that's uh, number one. Number two is search for a support system, whether it be through your church, whether it be through a babysitter program or a system where they've done all the background checks and stuff. Find somebody who can support you in getting away for a little while. It doesn't have to be overnight. It could just be for the day, um, getting away with your spouse for one-on-one time. And if that is out of the question, um you could do what Joel and I did um when our kids were little we did stay at home date nights so we focused our time on each other after the kids went to bed we called that our date night and we you know shut the door and we put away distractions and we would do date night things we would you know play games and we would have a good time and we would have great conversations and so it was difficult for us in the beginning too but we didn't make that an excuse not to connect or actually we did in the beginning and yeah. then we learned, okay, this isn't working for our marriage. We have to fix this. And that was one of the ways that we began to repair.
1: Final question. Fired off question. Wow, <laughs> um, Do we have it perfect now?
0: I No. And I think I said this last time, perfection is not something that is attainable and that's okay. The goal is not to be perfect. The goal for me is to always be in a, willingness and an openness to grow and learn and change as a person as an individual and as a couple so no we're not perfect are we a thousand times percent better than we were in the beginning yeah Yeah. we're not even recognizable but um it's not going to be perfect and that's okay
1: Okay. Final question. Point <laughs> A. No, I think it's important for people to hear this kind of stuff.
0: I you had an appointment you had to get I to. Do, I you do just want have to it. keep talking. Okay.
1: Wait, wait. My, my final last uh, uh, fire question here is this. Um, when is our next getaway to connect with just the two of Ooh, us?
0: That's a good question. We haven't really talked about it. I mean, we do have, we will plan a big trip um, towards the fall mm-hmm. for just the two of us, but In between, we always like to plan like a night or two away every few months. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping next month when we go to San Diego, we might get a night. But um, if not, I don't know. We have to we have to plan that because I always like to have something to look forward to like that.
1: All right. I'll work on that right away.
0: (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) And that will do it for today. Thank you so much for joining us on the Married and Naked podcast. If you enjoyed this episode please hit the subscribe button we would so love your support we're in the beginning stages and we need all the love and support we can get if you'd like to ask us a question head to the married and naked website married hyphen and naked.com you can ask us an anonymous question there and please look to all our socials and subscribe and support us there thank you so much we'll see you on the next episode of married and naked